What is going on, everybody? If you don't know, now you do know. You're officially tuned in to another special edition of the HFWB podcast series. This is your host, Clifton Pope. And with me today, I have a wonderful woman who has become a really good friend and kind of, in a way, helping me through the tough times as far as when I was recovering from COVID and stuff just a couple of weeks ago and everything. And she's basically a wonderful person. And She's all about the key word here, empowerment. And that's something we're going to get into a lot here on this episode. And if you have no idea who I'm talking about at this point, I would like to introduce y'all to Miss Tilda Guajardo from Womenars herself on the HFWB podcast series. Welcome aboard, Tilda. Hi, Clifton. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Now, for the people who are listening to the HFWB podcast series and who is wondering, who is Tilda Guajardo? Give the people a quick background story, if you don't mind. Sure. So um, I have always been, well, I've been a huge advocate for women's empowerment since my mid-20s when I um, had my first spiritual awakening and um, I had my first encounter with God and was healed miraculously of PTSD childhood traumatic flashbacks. Mm -hmm. And so that uh, started my transformation. And so hence where I am today as a spiritual alchemist to help women find their, their divinity within themselves to lead, to live the lives that uh, they're meant to live full of joy, love and freedom. Exactly. It's kind of going back to just like knowing yourself and knowing your worth and all that. And that can be applied to, of course, both men and women every single day and every step of the way. Where does that spark and that desire to do what it is you do come from exactly? Did it come from like a certain experience that you went through? Or Yeah, well, it was in my 20s, that, that first experience that I had. Um, you know, I was having some, like I said, childhood traumatic flashbacks of, of being sexually molested. And um, I had reached a breaking point where I was having suicidal thoughts. And I literally was at the end of my rope. And I just simply cried out to God and asked, you know, if you're real, then take the take this from me because I'm not going to go another day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had... Um, he did. God removed those flashbacks from me miraculously. And I, since then, I've never had another, another flashback. Um, what it did, though, was that, you know, when you're hopeless and you're in darkness um, and all of a sudden you see the light, um, it's a totally different world that, that, that you're able to see. And I was able to see the woman that I wanted to become. And so I started to do the work because I still had anger, fear, and shame from that childhood past um, that I had to work through. So I did the work and I read books voraciously, you know, um, and ultimately um, I, I found out that what the, the practices that I had started to integrate into my life um, were part of po- positive psychology. So in 2015, I became certified as a positive psycholo- psychology practitioner. Um, because they had changed my life. And so in my mid early thirties, I started to, um, to do women's empowerment workshops. I started to lead women's ministries, um, because I, I thought, okay, if I can do this, then, 
anybody can do it, right? If they have um, a traumatic past like that. I can do better. Yeah, exactly. And so those practices, both spirituality and positive psychology practices have really helped me to learn how to bounce back a lot faster from uh, challenges or setbacks that, that we all have throughout life. You know, they helped me through a traumatic divorce. They helped me have the confidence that I needed, um, you know, leaving a 20 year cushy, comfy six figure income in 2014 to, to um, make my side hustle, my main hustle, as I like to say. Yeah. And, you know, um, so it, it's really, really helped me to just, um, be confident in who I am and um, how I want to show up in the world and to be able to follow my dreams and desires. You know, a lot of people call me courageous because they see me traveling, you know, and, and yeah. doing some crazy things like selling everything. I sold everything in 2018 to, to see the world and do what I love around the world. And people I'll often say, you know, they admire me so much because I'm doing things that they wish they had the courage to do. And, and the fact is that we all have the courage to do that, right? Yes, it's just, do you yes. have, do you believe in yourself enough to do it? Yeah, that's pretty much all it comes <laughs> down to at the end of the day. And I like one thing that you said that kind of stuck out to me as far as like turning your side hustle into your main hustle, because I feel like that is like every single entrepreneur's goals, myself <laughs> included within my own brand with health, fitness, wealth, business. It's just that transition phase and just coming up with the process of how to put it all together at the end of the day. And it's kind of like what I want to ask you about as far as the whole origin story and how did webinars become what it is, what it was before to where it is now. Describe the whole origin story to everyone listening. Yeah, so when I first had the idea of Womanars, it was divinely inspired as well. You know, I was still a working at a full-time job, and I had gone through a traumatic divorce and was asking myself, you know, what is it that I'm really passionate about and what is it that I really want to do for the second half of my life um, that's going to make an impact? And I went back to, you know, I had always been passionate about empowering women and girls, but I had stopped doing that because I had made my ex-husband's dreams my own. So I had put my, my dreams aside. And so I really started to think about it and I started to see that there was a gap, um, you know, for women, that there was not a resource that, you know, gave them inspiration, education, and was able to connect, connect them together. Um, and to, to, so that they wouldn't feel alone, so that we wouldn't feel alone. And so hence Woman Ours was born. Um, and the tagline, the power of women that you see on our logo yes. um, was inspired was specific, specifically because I always thought, you know, it's about connecting with our hearts, connecting with God and yes. finding the power within ourselves individually yeah. first, but then also to be able to collaborate and see the collective power that we have together when we are showing up as our authentic selves and in our, you know, as our divine self as well. So that's how the idea was born. And so I, I always thought of that spiritual connection. Um, the, the critical thing for every entrepreneur um, to know and to hear, because I had to learn it the hard way. So I'm going to impart some 
some wisdom that I gained along the way. And I started to hire coaches, a lot of business coaches going to met business masterminds who started to, to um, tell me that I couldn't do that, that that was not sellable, right? Yeah. The spiritual piece was not sellable. Um, and so I started to doubt myself. I started to rethink the way, you know, I was doing womanars and it became more about the revenue model than about what I felt in my heart and my soul that I was meant to do, meant and called to do. Mm -hmm. And so I spent a good number of years um, chasing that until finally in 2017, 2018, I decided to stop and really go back and really stay still and think about like who, what is it that I really want to do here? You know, because it hadn't been working the way that other people had told me to do it. Right. Cause it just, it never felt right. Yeah. Um, so it never really took off the way that I envisioned it taking off. And so in 2018, I really thought, okay, I'm just going to start all over. And that's one thing about me, Clifton, that, that you'll learn. I'm not afraid to start over. And so yeah. in 2018, it was just like, okay, I'm going to test this. I'm going to see if I, you know, people are interested in combining spirituality with entrepreneurship, you know? And so I set off and I went to Europe and, and did that. And turns out that women are actually loving it. You know, they need that. They want that. And I really believe that we're going from what's the technology and our industrial age into the spiritual age right now to where we're going to have to learn how to do business differently. And I I love how you said that you're trying to combine spirituality with entrepreneurship, because what I personally like to say within health, fitness, wealth, business, and everybody knows this is just basically stay healthy, wealthy, and blessed. And that's kind of my way of combining the spirituality with the entrepreneurship. And at the same time, it's giving me the idea of, hey, I'm in control of what I'm doing. I'm claiming the right to what I have going in my life. And that's kind of like the whole idea of what empowerment really is about as far as just taking control of your life and claiming what's yours and what belongs to you and basically what's right at the end of the day. For that lost soul, Tilda, who is listening to the podcast right now and listening to this conversation that we're having, if you could give them three key pieces of advice that you could think of off the top of your head to help them empower themselves, what would it be? Um, well, I have a masterclass on three things on my website. It's a free masterclass that people can go to imtildy.com and, and, and take it. Go check that me. out, y'all, for more exclusive <laughs> <of> stuff. <laughs> yeah, and so it's, uh, but in that masterclass, the three things that I cover are your um your arrows or your who are you you know that's the first thing to know your strengths to know your strengths um a lot of entrepreneurs you know we can't you know and the first thing that you really need to do is know your strengths and then hire people that have your weaknesses Mm. so that and also it's key um, to hire people that are aligned with your values. Right. I don't know about you, but I've worked for, for some people that are not aligned with my values. And that has oh, been man. really, really painful. 
Yeah, it'd um, <laughs> right. be a lot easier if they just were in line with how you operated sometimes. I get it. Yep, exactly. So know your strengths and know your weaknesses and, and learn how to leverage your strengths. You know, one of my, my strengths is my, my, um, my optimism. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm really good at being optimistic. And I'm, a, I'm a team player. And so I gravitate toward those strengths when I'm looking for, for, um, for ways to problem solve, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and also, again, knowing my weakness is find somebody who can play devil's advocate, right? And who's gonna challenge me um, with those things. So the second thing is, I would say, is surround yourself with people that um, encourage you, that inspire you, that will tell you the truth, that will be honest with you. Yeah. And honest, you know, um, honest with you. And you also have to be able to, and open to take constructive criticism. Who are those people that you can trust to tell you the truth when you need it most? Right, exactly. Um, so that's, that's the second thing. The third thing I would say is guard your energy. Manage your time properly. Um, it's super important right now. You know, a lot of times we, we tend to be busy just for the sake of being busy. I like to say, and I used to do that. And so I'm speaking here from experience. Yeah. Be, in, be intentional. Really sit back and think, do I really need to do this? Or what do I need to do today? Right? Exactly. And stay in the now. Um, stay in the now. Like today, this is a podcast. I'm here. I'm now. I'm not thinking about anything else except providing information for people that they can use, um, you know, right away. So yeah. that would be that would be the third third and final thing. You know, is just be very very intentional about what you plan throughout your day and be just intentional with your time. That's that's all great stuff and. Be sure to check out Tilda's masterclass to understand those three points and to break it down a little bit more in details. And what I want to point out one last thing before we wrap everything up, Tilda, a lot of people don't realize is that you're a, an international speaker in your own right and your message gets across all over the country and in certain parts of the world and everything. Break down one of your favorite experiences to where you feel like you've made an impact speaking on your exact message on empowerment through women and men. I would say that I always feel very encouraged and inspired. Um, and I guess a confidence instiller um, that I'm on the right track, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing when I speak and somebody comes back to me, whether it's a day or even a week later in Croatia, for, for instance, I was working with the Impact Hub there and mainly working with female entrepreneurs and doing workshops and things like that with them there. And right. I loved it when women would, would um, tell me that because of my workshop, you know, they started that business mm. that they'd always dreamt of doing. And, okay. you know, so it's action for me. It's for, I, I like to say, I inspire people to action, right? It's not like, that you're going to go home and think about it. No, you know, people reach out to me and tell me what they did. And to me that, that makes my heart sore because that's exactly what we need to be doing. It's one thing to be dreaming about things. It's another thing to be 
doing it right to be doing podcasts and and stepping out in faith believing that uh, you're on the right on the right track yes because it's it's just it goes back to the saying as far as just all things are created twice first mentally and then within the physical form and that stuck out to me i remember when i was reading the seven habits of highly effective people and kind of picturing like the best analogy is like picturing like an architect, for example, where they have to draw up the blueprints before they actually design the house. Then they actually build the house and they bring it into life, into its physical form and stuff. That concept alone can be applied on how you could approach life in many different ways. People just don't understand. And I feel like that's why we align so well to it because it's like, that's pretty much what it takes to get to where you need to go and all that stuff. Yeah. But overall, as we begin to wrap everything up a little bit, I'm going to ask you a list of questions that I basically ask everybody and just to get you get to have the people know you a little bit better. My first question is simple. What is the first thing you do or think of every single day that you wake up every morning? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's like, (laughs) thank you, God, for another day. (laughs) That's that's a that's a great answer. That's a great answer. And mm-hmm. my next question I have for you is, in your own personal eyes, what does health and wealth mean to you? Health and wealth. To me, health now means me just feeling good um, about myself, mm-hmm. you know, having having a healthy attitude about my body. Right. Um, being able to move the way that I want to move. What's health um, movement? Absolutely. And just feeling good about, you know, when I look in the mirror, that to me is, is key. Um, wealth for me is abundance comes in mer- many different ways. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. Wealth to me is having amazing friends and family. Um, Wealth to me, you know, is being prosperous, you know, obviously having money in the bank um, and to be able to take care of my needs and take care, you know, I'm a giver. So having enough to to give back, but I think wealth also is, you know, not only giving in money, but giving of time, giving of other resources. Um, So, you know, wealth and abundance to me mean, just having more than having enough to give. Exactly. And, and, and to add to what you're saying, it's more about enjoying the journey versus trying to get to the destination. Because once you get to the destination, you're going to wind up starting another journey anyways. So it's kind of like what I talk about in my book, What's Wealth Without Work. Just enjoy the process. Enjoy the grind and everything because you can learn a lot and gain a lot before you actually get to the destination which is in cases for wealth is the money and the material possessions and stuff like that so it's like i love how you said that i I really do my next question i want to ask you tilda is in your eyes what defines a true leader a true leader for me is someone who lifts people up who sees sees the gold in in others that they don't see in themselves and then pulls that gold out from them um you know to where it instills more confidence in them i love that that's a great definition and i agree 100 percent with that for sure 
whenever you're not doing everything that it is that you're doing, because I know you're a super busy person, what are some of your personal favorite hobbies? Oh, some of my personal favorite hobbies are reading. I'm a voracious reader. I have been ever since I was a kid. Um, I love anything spiritual, you know, um, or epigenetics, biology. I mean, I'm a real geek when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, I love to hike. Traveling is one of my passions. Um, So hiking, biking, river rafting. Oh, my gosh, I love to river raft. Anything adventurous. <laughs> to, to add to that, what is your favorite book that you would recommend someone read? And what is the favorite place you've traveled to so far? Oh, it depends on what people are looking for it, as far as reading. Because mm-hmm, you can expand a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm currently reading a book entitled The Hermetica, mm. which is a old old book um and it's it's got a lot of different writings in it but it's all spirit it's based on spirituality um probably the book that comes to mind right now for people is a return to love by marianne williamson and you know i think we all can use a little bit more love nowadays with the with the way the world is today yeah. but it really impacted me in a wonderful way when i read that um i was in a in a difficult place so for anyone out there that's in a in a challenging space whether you're going through divorce or you're contemplating you know changing careers or anything or starting even a business you know i really think that businesses need to be born out of more out of love than than fear and we need to do business out of, from a place of love versus fear. So The Return to Love is just a, a wonderful book to remind us that we are love and how to get back to it. That's a, that's a great book. And I might have to look into that myself just to add to my own reading library, too. I thank you mm-hmm. for giving me and the people listening to the HFWB podcast series a recommendation on a great book. Because... We all need a little bit of love and we need to start showing love and giving love in order to receive it back in return. I love that. I love that. My last question for you, Tilda, before, uh, before we wrap everything up, it's a really interesting question. If you had the opportunity to go back in time and talk to yourself 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself? And where do you see yourself and everything you have going with ours in the next 10 years? So 10 years ago, I was just starting Womanars and I would go back there and I would tell myself, listen to your own spirit, listen to your own intuition, listen to your own heart. And first, um, obviously take advice. I'm not against anybody else's advice, but um, I would definitely tell myself to, to do what I feel in, in my gut, my heart and and my soul that's that's right for me mm-hmm. that, that's great stuff that is great stuff and where do you see yourself and women ours in the next 10 years the next 10 years yes i see i see myself going to different cities different parts of the world um following my spirit um and allowing it to lead me to the places that are in need of the message that I'm carrying, you know, to have faith in ourselves um, 
and in God in yes. order to, to create the world that we want to live in, to be the change that we want to see in the world and to stop looking for saviors outside of ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, it starts with God and it's going to end with God at the end of the day. And that's something that people seem, seem to forget sometimes. But I just wanted to throw that out there for everyone listening as a very friendly reminder that it's going to start with God. It always started with God, number one. And number two, it's going to end with God regardless. Everything else that's going on in the world, it's just the between phase. Never forget yeah. that. But Tilda, for everyone who wants to get in contact with you and who wants to reach out to you for like just everything you have going on with webinars, your classes and everything, give them your contact information. Yeah, they can go to my website to imtilde.com. Like I said, there's a free masterclass there that you can register for and you'll get on our list. Um, there's also, um, uh, you know, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, on social media. Check out our YouTube channel. We've got a Womanars channel that has over 100 videos mm. uh, with a wealth of information there. And um, just inspiring education and educational videos that where I've interviewed, um, you know, women and their journey to success. And so that you might find that interesting. And then also, you know, on Facebook, on um, Instagram, on TikTok, I've got a I am Tildy on TikTok where I'm doing, I'm currently doing a 30 day gratitude challenge. It's my birthday month. So we figured the the month of August is all about gratitude. So if people want to check me out there and just reach out to me at tilde at womanars.com for any questions or anything, if you want me to speak at your next event, I'm here. I love all the resources that you just provided. I'm going to definitely look into it personally myself. And I challenge everybody who's listened to this episode of the HF WB podcast to do the same. It will definitely be worth it. I'm just excited just hearing about it to where it's like, man, I can't wait to check all this out. So I encourage <laughs> everyone listening to do the same. Ms. Tilda Guajardo, it was an honor to have you on the HFWB podcast series. And I thank you so much for making time out of your busy schedule to make this happen. I truly appreciate it. Thank you, Clifton. I appreciate it. Of course. And for everyone listening to the HFWB podcast series, this is your host, Clifton Pope. And I encourage everyone to stay healthy, wealthy, and blessed. Till next time, everybody. Peace.